Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. As we dive into the deep end of the week's events with some very special guests. Our friends of the show, Mal Dracina and Georgie Tunney are here. Absolutely. Plus our favourite Kiwi comedian, it's Ray O'Leary. What do, what do you mean by that, Tim? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> we got a press on. Look, of course, last week it was all about... Turbulence. 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 Mm-hmm. This week... A passenger had explosive diarrhoea. <laughs> yes, how lovely is that? Another bad week for Alan Joyce. Yes. Really yes. Look, it's been a big week for the Prime Minister. It all started at the ASEAN Summit in Jakarta. Yes, there he is there, doing the traditional human centipede. Um, it's a wonderful occasion. Then Anthony Albanese, he flew over to the Philippines. A very big occasion. Not sure what's bigger, the occasion or the First Lady's shoulder pads. It's, uh, it, you know it's a big occasion. They're called the Manila Shoulders. Oh, right. Yes. The Philippines, just for a couple of people in the audience, the Philippines really rolled out the red carpet. With fire and fanfare, the Philippines put on a show for our Prime Minister. He's not four, OK? Look, it was an important bilateral meeting. Or as the ABC described it. When good neighbours become the best of friends. Splitting his time between home and away. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, then came the national anthems. The Philippines anthem, a lovely anthem. Yes, then the Australian anthem. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does sound better on Glockenspiel, yeah. doesn't it? Look, then Albo from the Philippines, he went over to India for the G20 summit. Anthony Albanese, Albo, walking down the political red carpet. Big friend of India, uh, member of the Quad, loves cricket. Yeah, don't have time for the full Tinder bio. The G20, not the T20. And I thought the explosive diarrhea stank, yes. but um, <laughs> no. Albo was there, not the only world leader at the G20. Of course, the British Prime Minister was there, the Canadian Prime Minister, the Italian Prime Minister, and a Bond villain, um, so, which was great. Glad to get together. There were tensions at the G20. Fears this may be the first summit in 20 years leaders aren't in unison. Yeah, thankfully the cleaners are, which is yes. great. Look, the Russian Foreign Minister was there. I don't know if you saw this, but he tripped on the stairs on the way into the, into the G20. I don't think anyone of the news caught it. Russia, a stumbling block. A major stumbling block. Stumbling block. Russia proving a stumbling block. Quite a few stumbling blocks. And a diplomatic stumble. But not without hurdles. I don't know if we can make fun of someone stumbling when you stumble through the I did. I did. I did. Hello, Careful, me and my Russian friends don't take kindly to that. Look, of course, the Russian war in Ukraine, it was a big talking point at the G20. And on Sky News. No, no, no. Well, the facts are that the Ukraine was not invaded we whilst no Trump idea. was in office. Yeah, yeah, Well, okay. the facts and are that the Ukraine was not invaded yeah, whilst the, the, the Trump the was margins. in office. Mm, good chat. Yeah. <laughs> so the G20's all wrapped up, everyone's packed up and gone home. Except the Canadian Prime Minister. The Prime Minister's plane is sitting on the tarmac in Delhi. The military discovered a problem as it was preparing for takeoff. An explosive diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, when there's a choice of chicken or vindaloo, it is, it is, it is hard. 
Of course, moving on now in the other big international event this week. North Korea has staged an extravagant military parade showcasing its paramilitary forces as well as tractors. <laughs> yes, Farmer wants a ballistic missile. This is... Well, it wasn't just tractors. The full might of the North Korean Air Force was on show. This is incredible. <laughs> the sequel of Top Gun was a bit weird, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Top Gun. Um, <laughs> as it's as it's known as it's known over there. Uh, can we just go back to those planes for a second? Mm. Nice to see a plane that Alan Joyce can fit into, by the way. <laughs> There goes, there goes my chairman's lounge membership. Oh, no. Look, I, I'm a big uh, Kim Jong-un fan, Mel, as you know. I watched every minute of the parade and, look, I feel for Kim Jong-un because it's a long night for the dear leader. There he is there, he's happy, he's waving, celebrating. It is a long night, though. It is hard to, hard to keep the arm up. Yeah, give, give me the gun, I'm done. And seriously, when will this end? Yep, that's it. I'm out of here. See you guys. Oh, my God. It's like me when we get to SIG 5, you Yes. Know? Well, back home, there is a big story. The federal government has declared war on feral cats. We have to deal with this threat. The federal environment minister. <laughs> Seen there on the right. Um... Yes. Oh, my God. The, the mass Singer Bilby reveal. Yes. There are feral cats everywhere and we need to do something. It uses lasers, cameras and AI to identify cats. Oh. Jesus. It's the same machine they use for RoboDead, apparently. And, oh. uh, yeah. Sky News, they spoke to an expert. We tell, you know, parents to be responsible, yes. dog parents to be responsible. It's about time that the cat parents and the aspiring cat ladies like myself are held responsible. Do you have a cat? I don't. You don't have a cat? <laughs> It was oh killed by a machine. It was. Sorry. Straight yes. in. I think we do need a crackdown, though, on reporters' cats. There are no cat curfews. The RSPCA says... They may be cute and cuddly. Meet Sid. He's an alpaca. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the feral alpaca problem is out of control. Yeah. Well, look, the feral cat crackdown, it's a big talking point. It was the subject of a very fiery debate this week on Sky News. We have no, got the to deal are, with the cat. The feral cats to deal with the cat. We've got to deal with the feral cat. I we got to deal with the cats. We've run out of time. We've what? run out of time. <laughs> Do you like that our fake show gets a bigger applause than our real show? <laughs> More Sky News. Yes. Moving on now. Now, when you order from Uber Eats, you expect your food to show up, and most of the time it does. But these customers say, not if Jaden's on the job. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> Jaden, the delivery driver. So we started with the G20 and we're now at Jaden, the <laughs> delivery driver. This is a big story. He's being called the Uber Eats bandit by these frustrated customers. Hi. Hello. I hear you were after some cheese. I think we were. Is that for you? A simple bag of cheese. A simple bag of cheese, and the customers had a pretty strong message for Jaden. You should not steal, you shouldn't lie, and you should bring me my cheese. <laughs> strong words. Strong words. 
The first three commandments. Yeah. <laughs> and look, just while we're speaking of cheese, I wanted to take this opportunity. <laughs> there was an incident on last week's show. <laughs> there we go here. Oh, no. Excuse me for a moment. Excuse me for a moment. I think we need the sound effects. Yes. So you couldn't open a bag of cheese. Well, yes, it was a big incident. So naturally I addressed it during the week. Thank you all for coming. Last week an incident occurred. During a segment of Network 10's semi-popular program, The Cheap Seats, I attempted to open what can only be described as a packet of perfect Italiano four-cheese melt. I find it really hard to open up. Cheese packets. The one thing I have been able to open is a can of worms. I understand I'm a role model. I have built up a reputation as a strong man, a tough guy. A colossus among men. With a physique as shredded as the shredded cheese I so desperately struggled to unwrap. However, in my defence, I've compiled a compelling dossier of evidence. As you'll see, in every single advertisement, it is clear perfect Italiano can only be opened with scissors. I'd ask that you please respect my privacy at this time. Though, looking at the ratings figures, you already have. <laughs> Happy to take any questions. I'll be making no further comments. I think we can rule you out of the mask Singer because they'd be like, take it off, and you'll be like, give me a minute. <laughs> Anyway, Sorry. hopefully that, that all clears the air. I think the message is simple. Bring me my cheese. Yeah, no, fair enough. We're going to take a break. Back with more on the cheese seats right after. Welcome back to the cheese seats. And let's see what's making news. Well, coming up, a cruel prank or a Wookiee mistake? <laughs> Hello? Can you please stop calling? Thank you. <laughs> so this is what happened. Someone set up a Chewbacca Raw competition uh, hotline and added Taylor's phone number. This is prank. It has been done before, hasn't it? Yes, it's a common prank. And it has Taylor's uh, pretty annoyed. Why your number? I'm not too sure. I honestly couldn't tell you. Hello? <laughs> please stop calling. It's not funny. I've had enough. <laughs> a little bit funny. It's a little bit yes. funny. Look, friend of the show, Steve Marshall, yes. tried to do a Star Wars joke and I don't think it landed. <sighs> Every time. All day. Let's hope it's just one person. Perhaps someone is um, working hard solo on this. I'm hoping, I mean, I'd rather it be one than a group, but um, there are two areas that are quite a distance away from each other, mm. so unless they're driving... Because it sounds like you're not even a Star Wars fan. No, I hate Star Wars, really. <laughs> yes. May the forced laughter be with you. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
What a big story. Well, let's head now to the UK. Massive police sirens after a report of a, quote, mass killing in the a, building. A mass killing? Yeah, a mass killing. Um, apparently, someone reported several people laying on the floor. It turned out it was a yoga class. <laughs> <laughs> So it was worse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's been big news out of the UK this week. There's now a nationwide manhunt. Nationwide manhunt. Nationwide manhunt. A nationwide manhunt. A nationwide manhunt. Yeah, that was me and uni. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a prisoner who escaped. They're back in prison now. It was a massive story in the UK. Well, let's bring in an expert. Danny Shaw, who joins us now. Good evening, Daddy. Uh, Danny, thank you for being with us. So... There's a manhunt going on in that studio. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it is a complicated story. Let's get the steady hand of GB News to break it all down. First, it's the news headlines. No, it's not. We're going straight to me. This is breaking news. It's fast happening. Because as we just said, um, we, we, the, the terror man... It's <laughs> here. Chip Chapman, uh, we have him coming up soon on the arrest of the terror suspect. He, he escaped from Wandsworth Prison and he's been apprehended. It's all coming up in GB News. We've got our first guest. <laughs> Here it is. Police of escape have arrested prisoner Daniel Kelly. Beg your pardon, we're getting the autocue in the right place. This story is just happening. Breaking news. Can anyone smell burnt toast? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. It is, of course, time now to award our... <laughs> reporters going above and beyond covering the big events. And they don't come any bigger than this. Well, it's one of the toughest contests between Adelaide media. And today, 10 News First did us proud at the Royal Show's annual milk-off. <laughs> the annual milk-off. Winning the milk-off is Channel 10. <laughs> Safe to say we've been milking the win all afternoon. Look, we can't win a war clip, but 10 News can win an annual milk-off, so that is fantastic. Congratulations to Max Burford, Jodie Oddie and Tiffany Warne. You're all our... <laughs> Look, it's not just the milking, but the journalism as well. Do you plan on pooing on anyone today, George? What an exclusive. <laughs> Staying with the Adelaide show. And look, last week, you'll remember, we showed you this clip of Channel 9 Adelaide's Jessica Braithwaite. Here at the end of your adventure. Uh, it's been really nice here at the Blocking show today. Blocking the kids. Early on, just like a few light showers. Well, Jessica's been watching... And she's been at it again. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to cover your beautiful face with our big weather graphics, and they're even bigger than those big muscles. But today, at the show today, we made a glorious top of just under 24 degrees. It was nice and sunny. I love the new tactic. Just get someone just tall enough to sit above the, <laughs> sit above the graphics. <laughs> look, moving on. And look, the Adelaide Royal Show, it is done and dusted for another year. But there are a lot of other shows popping up around the country. A slow start for showies when gates opened at 9am this morning. Yeah, a little slow. There are three Three people there. Yeah. The, the pram ride looks terrible. Yes. <laughs> How many are expected? Ten thousand people are expected to walk through the gates of the Wagga Show over the next two days. If you don't want to miss out on all the action, you can get your tickets at the gate or online. <laughs> <laughs> Packed 
ride. Yes. Yeah. Explosive vomit soon followed as well, by the way. Look, what else is making news? Frankston often gets a bad rap, but locals have had the last laugh, with the Bayside suburb given its very own version of Monopoly. Frankston Monopoly. Yeah, I would have gone with Risk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Comes with about 70 get-out-of-jail-free cards, so that is... It's a bumper edition. They, they did change the name of Old Kent Road just slightly. No, I don't think yeah. we can say that. I don't think we can say that. We're not being fair. There is a lot to see in Frankston. Things like the sweeping foreshore, Oliver's Hill, the main drag, the Botanic Gardens and a giant chrome gnome. <laughs> Is that one of the pieces, or...? Yeah. Look, Alan Rascal summed it up best. So who needs Park Lane or Mayfair when you've got all of this? Roll the dice, and it's paradise. <laughs> yeah, nothing better than playing Monopoly alone by a beach. Yeah. yeah. The Frankston tokens are lovely, though. There's a little syringe that you get to move around. Uh, it's lovely. It's beautiful. Wow, wow, yeah. Wow, wow. It, it, that is so beautiful. It's that time of the show now, though. It's time to take a trip... <laughs> across the ditch where I find the biggest stories making headlines in New Zealand. Uh, it's a segment so popular it's even popping up in other shows. Talking about losers, what the hell is going on in New Zealand? <laughs> what the hell is going on in New Zealand? Well, it's election campaign season yeah, this at is, the moment. This is massive. Can you run us through some of the candidates in the New Zealand election? Well, this is New Zealand First's Winston Peters, oh. who released his campaign video this week. This is genuinely it. To govern a country, you need experience. And this is not our first rodeo. That is amazing. Winston's deputy, Shane Jones, he has a different approach. Are you happy? Nah, I satisfy. Papers up in the heat. Fix throats and we'll kill inflation to the Northland heat. Change on food for us. Shane Jones, vote for us. Yes. Shane Jones, vote for us. I just feel like it's a bold move to have a hostage in your campaign video. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... that amazing. It I does... prefer Shane Jones' Rhapsody. That's a, that's yeah, it. That's wow. a better track. Well, that's not his only parody what? song. I'm back and making Northland great again. <laughs> okay. Shane Jones believing. Shane Jones believing. He is my uncle. <laughs> no, he lost. That was. <laughs> We're going to take a break, but with more cheap seats. Time to introduce our regular cultural correspondent. Look, we could do it, but let's get a professional to have a go. She hosts afternoons on Nova FM, does showbiz on the cheap seats, and is now here with us. It's Mel Tresina. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mel Tresina. Tom's introduction was a little bit like Osher on The Masked Singer, reading out the CV of every unmasked right. celebrity. Yes, you know her from the cheap seats. You know her from radio. Uh, what else do we know her from? 
for me, it sort of seemed, seemed more like a clip from The Traitors. But, you know. That is an interesting point. <laughs> you weren't going to tell us that you were going off onto another big show? Well, you know, just... You're not my boss. Like... <laughs> oh, sorry, too hard? <laughs> Next well, time I will tell you. Your mother and I like to be informed. <laughs> just... No, congratulations. Thank you. You made you have you been paying attention yeah. debut last night. It was a wonderful episode, I'm told. And <laughs> Proud Dad, thank you. Um, it's border security night, I never miss it. But uh, I've heard I've heard good things. Did you have fun? Yeah, I had a really good time. Yeah, yeah thank you. Probably a little bit more than I am now, but that's that's great. <laughs> No, it's it was um, so obviously. Have you been last night? Cheap seats, Cheap seats tonight. tonight. RBT tomorrow. Oh, great. So I've got a huge lineup. Yeah, it's wow. going to be great. And Amazing. judging by earrings, you're doing the Tats Lotto draw on Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> um, so big week for you, Mel. Big week for you. But when you're not appearing on shows, you're watching I'm shows. I'm watching shows. And last night, The Masked Singer returned to our screens. And I can't tell if Judge Abby Chatfield is crying tears of joy or being traumatised at what she's seen. The voice is mad. That's how you open a show. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. It's the giant cut onion. <laughs> <laughs> There were so many beautiful performances last night. I thought that I'd been hurt before But no one's ever left me quite this sore Oh, I love it. I love it. A car crash. That is amazing. It was a literal car crash. Who do you think that was? Uh, Paulini, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> It turned out to be Brian Austin Green. Oh, of course, of course it was. Of course it From was. From 90210. You were a big fan of the show, weren't you, Tim? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Certainly was. <laughs> was that the Peach Pit? The Peach Pit? Wasn't that the club that they all sort of hang down at? Uh, yeah, I should know that, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was just another contestant. Oh, the, the Peach Pit. The Peach Pit. <laughs> Moving on, and the block continues on Channel 9, and so too does the seamless product integration. All connected, Christy. Oh, look, there she is. Fast internet, thanks, Aussie Broadband. Oh, very nice. <laughs> If it was the NBN, it would have taken several seasons. So. Yes. Uh, the contestants with less building experience are struggling to execute their plans, so hopefully their builders can help and ideally be able to read. Uh, this morning, the amount of detail and work needed to complete the support for upstairs is baffling the House 14. What does that say? It's obviously, I can't read it. <laughs> I think it says... Um, Brought to you by OPSM. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, over to Channel 7 now. We know the voice is made up of the blind auditions, the callbacks and the battle rounds. Is it just me or have the producers created new rounds that they can't even title properly? Now, each coach has two semi-final spots up for grabs, which means the battle winners will either go straight through to the semi or to a last chance sing for your life after everyone has performed. <laughs> but for now... Last chance, sing for your life once everyone has performed. Has a real real ring to it. Yeah, con confusion yeah. round. Yeah. Uh, Jason Derulo's coaching sounded less like mentoring and a little more like a threat. I want to see them go at it. I want to see them go at it in a tasteful way, though. Don't get overzealous and start yelling at me. I don't want to be yelled at. I don't want to be yelled at. <laughs> 
But then if you talk too quiet, he's like, mm, what you say? <laughs> yeah. Are you? Thank you, thank you. Thanks so much. Not for everyone, but if you know, you know. Uh, My Kitchen Rules is back. Everyone's second favourite cooking show. Yes, Breaking Bad, obviously, the favourite. <laughs> and I just love the warmth the contestants have for each other. That pasta had no taste to me, OK? The sugo was terrible. Your pasta was shit. Oh, oh my it's God. like the K and MKR stands for Karen. <laughs> wow. uh, Channel 10's Shark Tank continues and we're learning more about our new sharks. I'm a big car guy, you know, um, Titanium is like uh, porn to me. Jeez. Oh my god. Get away from the Franks and Chrome Gnome. Yeah. <laughs> and to TV News Now, and Channel 9 held their annual Upfronts event this week where they revealed all their new shows coming soon. Mm. And there are some big shows coming. And all new blockbuster fusion of food innovation and risk-taking. We make a sauce called Shit the Bed. What? <laughs> I think that passenger on that Delta flight had some of that. The block toilet is coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Channel 9 also made some bold claims. There's nothing else on Australian television. <laughs> cool. Yeah, nothing. You might no. want to check your antenna. <laughs> I've, I've seen Channel 10's schedule and, uh, no, they're right. Um, <laughs> there is nothing else on. And some of our favourite shows are also back next year. Introducing the brand new travel guides. Anastasia Palaszczuk returns home to Brisbane from her European holiday. Fantastic. (laughs) Love Island Australia returns soon and we haven't edited this at all. This is what Channel 9 played in its presentation. Sophie's cheekiest singles ever are back in Spain. (laughs) What? A hot new intruder enters the villa. Yes. <laughs> They're getting younger and younger, aren't they? Yeah. I think they play that to them before they go in. Yes. It's like use protection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Channel Nine also teased some exciting new shows. The search for Australia's most identical twins. When we go shopping, we'll pick up the same colour. <laughs> <laughs> Before. <laughs> I do the same thing when I look in the mirror. Yeah. I get it. Another exciting announcement. Stan's original dating series, Love Triangle, is back for season two and it looks good. We started making out in bed by watching David Attenborough and then he shat himself. I think we know the culprit. We make a sauce called Shit the Bed. That's right. yeah. that's and that's my week in arts and entertainment. So you're playing stag now, Tracina! Next week's Dice of All the Sporting News. Would you please welcome back to the desk journalist, co-host of the project and friend of the show, it's Georgie Tanney! Thanks for having me back. Thanks so much for coming back, Georgie. Love to see you. You're a massive sports fan. What's happening in the world of sports? This is my favourite time of year. It's a big time of year. Obviously, you bring back the big guns because every single thing that could have happened in sport this week 
happened. The finals. NRLW, the US Open finals. Rugby World Cup. The Women's World Hot Air Ballooning Championships wow. in Northern. <laughs> the Hot Air Balloon Championships. Yep, yep. It's really high stakes, guys. Get it? Oh. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> the Women's Balloon Championships, or as I call it, Balloon W. Um, <laughs> they only go so high and then they hit the glass ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> But lots happening in the world of sport. NRL's happening at the moment. Yes, NRL's happening. Famously, you guys know, I am an NRL nut, so I wanted to start there. It's finals time, which means clutch plays, clutch conversations. I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. You cannot beat the eloquence of rugby league players. Thank you, JT. I'm here with Cameron Munster. Cameron, a really disappointing performance from Melbourne tonight. How would you sum that one up? Dog shit. Beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. Wonderful insight. I'm getting a bit emotional, yes. actually. Like, just how wonderful <laughs> that was. One of my favourite Shakespeare soliloquies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's poetry. It's poetry. Now, One of the... my favourite Masked Singer contestants, too. The dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Roosters beat the Sharks and everyone was talking about... About one thing. We'll get the man who loves an avocado. Now, mate, where's these avocado seeds? Where are these avocado seeds? Is this true? Where's this avocado seed stuff come from? I just eat a lot of avocados. Ten avocados a week. Load up on the uh, avocados, big boy. Yeah. Now, What's with some, the avocados? Yeah, for some, it could be a little bit confusing. Yes. But, Mel, Tim, I know you, and I know that you know that intrepid investigative reporter Joey Johns, when he sniffs out a story, he won't let it go. Remember this from a few weeks back? He's a freak, mate. He's a freak in nature. He likes... um. He puts avocado seeds up his ass, I'm telling you. That's, what, that's his secret. That's what he reckons, anyway. I'll be taking a leaf out of Lindsay Collins. I'm going to get a kilo of avocado seeds. <laughs> yes. Wow. Wow. I know, and it's a cost-of-living crisis, so you know he's serious. Because yeah. those avocados, they ain't cheap. And also, cheap. that's a lot of avocados. <laughs> a lot of guacamole to get through. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Roosters, they're going to head down to Melbourne this week in an elimination final. High stakes, as you can imagine, mm. of course. Many a tactical question to ask. What about uh, going to Melbourne? Any fears? Nah, no fears at all. It's a big old dream down there. I love it down there. A lot of avocados down there. Can we move on? We'll move on, we'll move on because in serious news, let's yes. head to the AFLW yes, where... Yes, the Avocado Football the... League. <laughs> <laughs> Which is into its eighth season yes. and uh, the league is now showing why actually yes, everyone does want to kick like a girl. Pontus moved into the centre for the Crows, wins the clearance, it's a deep ball inside, forward 50, it won't go all the way, it has to carry, that's an incredible goal from Daniel Ponta. I'm, I'm clapping, I don't know the rules, but that's good. Let's head overseas and the US Open has wrapped up with two historic finals wins, Novak Djokovic took out his 24th Grand Slam title. American teen Coco Goff sealed her first, but both thanked their coaching teams after their performances, and I couldn't help but wonder if they were dishing out some similar gold like we saw from Serana Cristea's coach earlier in the tournament. In the court, if I don't hit the ball. Hit the ball into the blue. Go behind her when you have a chance. Come on, now. Hit the ball into the blue. What? I, I guess he means right. in the court. I, I was, was going to ask you that. Now, coaches get technical, we know this, but Mel, as our token athlete on the panel, I thought that you could explain that jargon. What did it mean? Yes. Uh, hit, the, hit the ball into the blue. I think he, I think he was trying to describe his blue balls and he just <laughs> got confused. He, he, he then said, put the avocado seeds into the brown. So that was... Like... 
and it just a helpful, a helpful yeah. tip, a good it's tip. Good tip. Remember yes. that. Now, some may argue that some of the hardest and most thankless jobs in our world are nurses or teachers or maybe mascots, but it's actually sports commentators, guys, mm. and I particularly love the Belarusian commentary that we got to see this week. I think we can all agree this man is not getting paid enough. Получите, распишитесь, rising up, back on the street. <laughs> Did my time, took my chances. Sing along, sing along. Run the distance, now I'm back on my feet. Just a man and his will to survive. <laughs> so many times. We're going to talk about the whole song. I think no. we need to move on. Tim, please, please, you do not rush genius. He didn't stop there. Don't lose a grip <laughs> on the dreams of the past. You must fight just to keep them alive. <laughs> it's the eye of the Shane Jones. <laughs> <laughs> And it turns out that that energy was contagious. Our own 10 News First got involved. Hey now, hey now, the dream is over. Yeah, that's no good, but it's over for the dream team. <laughs> yep, yep, and Cameron Munster actually had the, the first review of that. Dog shit. Yeah. 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 It makes sense, it makes sense. And look, all I'm saying, guys, is that commentators around the globe, they really earn their money. For instance, they have to spend so many hours learning and reading up about those athletes. They've got to hunt around for the fun facts. And there is Ray Davis, 51 yards <laughs> on that drive alone, running and receiving. He's a guy transferring over from Vanderbilt. Nine months ago when he jumped in the portal, everybody wanted him. 11 years ago as a foster kid, really nobody wanted him. Nobody wanted him. What? My God. Nobody wanted him, guys. Jeez. That's it. That's, but from adversity breeds awesomeness. And look where he is now on the world stage. <laughs> Rising up. Back on the street. Yes. Wow. Well, commentators obviously earning their money there, but they have to stay composed. Yes. Are you the target? Yeah, right. It's the real of the night. Rising up to the challenge of arrival. He's still going. And the last you can hear more of Georgie chatting sport on her brand new podcast with Abby Jelmy, Two Good Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please thank Georgie Tunney? <laughs>
Eventually, my brain went to Bendigo, uh, which, which is fine so long as physically I do not go to Bendigo. It's a lovely part of the world, right? But excitingly, that's not the only show you've been on lately. You and our friend Mel have been starring on Taskmaster New Zealand. So many incredible moments. Many of them Mel has banned me from playing ever again. <laughs> but this is one of our favourite moments. This happened in episode one, the opening prize task, which was... Uh, the greatest orange thing. The greatest orange thing. So this is the very first thing you do in the very first episode. <laughs> right. Yes. What orange thing did you bring in? I'd just like to say I wouldn't have brought this in if I'd known it was going to be my first impression to the audience. <laughs> I asked five different spray tan places to do it and they all said no. It was weird because they have edited it a little bit. In reality, that was the slowest strip that I've seen ever. You just had to undo your tie for about five minutes and unbutton your shirt. It was really intense. I love this. The weirdest thing about that was the editing. <laughs> Ray, what? I'm just glad the spray tan stopped there because any hire it sort of borders on Justin Trudeau dress-up party. <laughs> <laughs> this next task, though, this task, because everyone does the same task in the cast. Yeah, right. And so when I did one, quite often I would think, can't wait to see Ray do that. And this was my favourite one to watch you do. Make this teenager think you're cool. Oh, no. <laughs> to talk to the teenager. Then ten further minutes to be cool. Most cool wins. My time starts now. What do you think is cool? I don't know. Oh, that does make things difficult. <laughs> I was so excited to see you be cool in front of this teenager and I was not disappointed. <laughs> uh, what up? Name's Ray. Cool Ray. It's smoking. It's getting quite hot as well, actually. <laughs> That's good. That's, it's smooth. You smoked an A4 piece of paper. <laughs> it was so nice to finally get to be myself on camera. Yes. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, there were some other incredible tasks, weren't mm. there? Yes, yes. This was probably the most revealing. This is a, quite a simple task. We'll get a little bit of insight here. Our contestants are attempting a task where they must blow up, draw faces on, name and mourn balloons. <laughs> Whoever ends the task with the most balloons on the desk wins. Right. Yes, so we just have to blow up balloons, draw faces on them, give them names, put them on the desk and make sure they didn't fall off the desk. Yeah. Try to get as many balloons on the table as possible. And your attempt was very revealing. I don't think I've ever blown up a balloon and tied it up before my, in my life. <laughs> Is this good? I'm going to try and tie it up after having blown it. Would you say that's blown up? I would say it's blown in. How do you type a balloon? Do you, tw you twist the top? 
You've never tied a balloon before? I've never tied a balloon in my life. And it was possibly the most pathetic thing. <laughs> right. H had you never done a balloon before? This is why you don't smoke paper, kids. <laughs> 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 Ray, it has been a little while since we've done these tasks. Yeah. You know, you've had a lot of time since that. Um, have you since learned how to blow a balloon? Has anyone taught you? No, I haven't been invited to many kids' birthday parties. <laughs> that's, 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 what, that's what you're asking. But no, I haven't blown up a balloon since. Oh no! Funny you say that. <laughs> we have here a bag of balloons. And also, interestingly, no one's opened it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind? Um... <laughs> oh no. Oh, it's really easy. Yeah. I had the scissors on standby. <laughs> so Ray O'Leary. Right. I just want I just it's it's all in, in the diaphragm and I want right. you to just sort of <laughs> You have to you, once you feel a little bit of pressure, you have to keep blowing. Alright. <sighs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's so, that, so that's one. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll keep these so I can do some nangs later. Yeah, great. <laughs> Don't pass out, Ray. Taskmaster New Zealand is available to stream on binge. Mel and Ray, you do an amazing job. Can't wait to see more of it. We've got to take a break. Would you please thank Ray O'Leary? How many pair of socks have you got? Socks? Uh, it's my one thing bugbear every day. I can't find them. They go missing in the washing machine. They do. They yeah. always go missing. Yeah. And underpants. <laughs> Lots to get through on the show today. <laughs> Good chat. Welcome back to the Cheap Seats. And let's recap tonight's top stories. Farmers are warning of a mango shortage. Mango shortage. A Christmas with fewer mangoes is an unwelcome thought. That's really sad, actually. What will happen to our mango daiquiris? <laughs> what will happen to our mango daiquiris? It's nice to finally have your mum on the show. Oh, it, is. <laughs> it is. Love you, Mum. Moving on now, and let's check that forecast. A heat health alert has been issued across much of England for the rest of the week. Tremendous. I'm over the moon. Can't believe it. And after, especially after the summer that we've had, to get this right at the tail end is a real bonus. <laughs> if only you could find his frisbee. Yes. <laughs> so his body got burnt, but his head was absolutely fine. I think this is how he turned out. Yeah, that's a man. That looks good. That's good. <laughs> Radio, that time of the show, time to step into the pharmacy for what's on? What's on in the warehouse? The hit show we've been binging to bring you all the best bits. Yes, and what's happening in the warehouse this week? There's vitamins for you and weight management for him. <laughs> what? And also antidepressants yes. for him. <laughs> Look, I like how the show covers those classic, yep. relatable water cooler chats we all have. Grace, we're hearing a lot about the benefits of coenzyme Q10 for cardiovascular health. So what exactly is coenzyme Q10? 
You're hearing a lot about yes. coenzyme Q10. I think we run in different circles. Well, it, was, it was just the other day you and I were chatting about the, the benefits of coenzyme Q10 for cardiovascular yeah. health, and it's, I know it's a conversation everyone's having out there at the moment. Yeah. I'm just amazed that I remembered what the thing was called. <laughs> so, lots happening on the warehouse this week. This week, Marianne gave an insight into her personal life. Are you struggling to get restful sleep because of the snoring beside you? I might know someone, or ten. <laughs> then try... <laughs> How many people are in Marianne's bed? She's got Q10 boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> and that was... <laughs> See you next week, right here on the show.